Hi, I'm Liz Jones and I'm one of the co-founders at Conquer, which is a talent business based in the UK. And I'm Darren Rubens. I am the other co-founder of Conquer uh, based in the UK. Darren, Liz, thank you so much for joining me today all the way from uh, the UK. I wanted to ask you this first question off the top. Uh, both of you come from uh, recent uh, professional backgrounds in uh, media side, on the agency side. Why this switch uh, to talent and, and why team up together? I'll jump in first. So I, as you um, acknowledged, spent many years in um, buy, sell, size, agency, publisher, um, but always found myself getting drawn into and attracted by um, the talent piece in running businesses, um, how to connect people to drive better outcomes. Um, and this was definitely something which was growing uh, in me. And when I left my last sort of big corporate job within Dent, so I knew that was my direction of travel and a fortuitous cup of tea with Darren um, cemented the deal, really, and uh, Conquer was born. So for me, um, uh, I don't know whether you, you, you know, but I was at uh, one company for 17 years. Uh, I was actually in, in media agencies for an awful lot longer, but, but I was with PhD for 17 and I spent 10 years uh, as, as the managing director and CEO. And I, it, the business was successful and I was, uh, I was enjoying it. But over time, I would realise what made it successful. And obviously it was the people, but not just, uh, not just the talent that was there. It was about developing existing talent, but also bringing in fresh talent from different backgrounds. And I think I started to really appreciate the power of, uh, uh, of transformation that you could create when you bring in new, diverse, interesting talent from different backgrounds. So now, obviously, we've got the opportunity to do that with dozens of companies, not just one. Darren, we were talking earlier and, and I found out that Conquer focuses primarily on C-suite talent. What are, I wonder if you can help us understand, what are companies looking for uh, in new talent at, at this high level? So look, everyone knows the industry is going through dramatic transformation at the moment. Uh, we're seeing these huge shifts in technology, in data, uh, in compliance, procurement. Um, so the, the business is changing right in front of our very eyes. And I think clients now are definitely, they're trying to upskill themselves in the areas of performance, in strategy, in data and analytics and, and digital transformation. So all of those things are true from a capability point of view. But what Liz and I are experiencing now is that so many clients are looking not just for the hard skills, but also the soft ones. Um, and those are things like being an entrepreneurial thinker. They're about having hybrid experiences uh, where perhaps people have worked within an agency and a publisher and perhaps even a client as well to have gleaned different uh, backgrounds and experiences. And then also, I think we're seeing things like, you know, whether people are adaptable, because the one thing that, that is, is an absolute constant now is change. So someone that can ride, ride with the punches um, and uh, really flex their, their own style according to the environment is, is really important. And I think the last thing that I would say now more than ever is someone that is a strong mentor, someone that is a strong leader, but a mentor to people as well. They're not looking for top-down management. What they're looking for is guidance and a more consultative approach. Does I have a two-parter for you, and maybe we can drill a little bit deeper. 
what are leaders looking for when they're when they are searching for new opportunities? And I'm curious, the second part of that question is, has this changed over the past 18, 24 months? That's a great question. And, and we have definitely been witnessing that change in people's priorities about what they, you know, what are those those must-haves in their next role and on onward progression. And, and, you know, in the simplest terms, it's, it's finding an environment and a culture that really recognises them as people and actually can definitely enable them to be the best versions, version of themselves and, and get, therefore, the best out of them. Um, so people are definitely questioning culture. Uh, let's, let's face it, you know, if, if culture didn't exist before COVID, it's really hard to recreate that on Zoom. You can't just, you know, post out a few Kit Kats and expect everyone to be, to be uh, singing um, happily along. So it's culture, it's purpose. It's, it's making sure that these people, especially at a senior level, feel that their role is a role. It's, you know, it's a proper, um, a proper um role where they can they have levers where they can actually drive outcomes that they have they have the ability to to drive that business forward it's um it's it's vision so it's looking at uh the leadership and and feeling aligned with the vision that has been set by the people at the top um so it's all of those things and whereas you know reward would have been one of the first questions that people would pose it's now it often doesn't come up in an initial conversation. It needs to be fair and appropriate, but that's not the driver for people. They want opportunities that can make them feel that they are purposeful, but also, uh, importantly, perhaps helping them to future-proof their own skills. Because I think what we've also seen and we've all witnessed with close friends and colleagues or ex-colleagues in the last 18 to 24 months is people losing, you know, losing their, their jobs and finding it quite hard to get back in. So I think people are also a lot more aware that they need to work harder at ensuring that they stay relevant and future proof. That's really interesting. We're across the world, you know, in many different markets, companies are, are, are navigating different return to work scenarios. Uh, some places around the world are, are maybe further along uh, than other places. But I'm curious about some of these similar variables and how are, you know, how are companies dealing with talent and how are talent dealing with companies? And I'm wondering if, there, if you've seen a change uh, in, in sort of the dynamic, maybe the power dynamics of this over the past couple of years. I'll leave that to, to either one of you. Shall I? I'll dive in. Um, I, I think there is um, there is going to be such an interesting return as we come out of this because what what I think we're seeing from companies now is some companies are ready to go back and just pretend that, that the pandemic never happened. Other companies, I think, are uh, and and people um, are seeing that that the business will change for good now, and so you've got these two polarizing um, effects. And that is going to impact every business according to things like, you know, what the culture of their company looks like, um, according to the life stage in that business. You know, have these people worked together for years? So it's second nature to do Zoom now. Or are they meeting each other for the first time, in which case you can't replicate that unless you're face to face? 
um, the size of the business, the sector that you're in, the culture of the company, all of these factors will play a massive part, I think, in what, what the future of work is, is going to look like. Um, what, what I would say is that the, the balance of power is definitely changing right now. I mean, everyone is talking about 2021 being the year of the resignation. And, and some of it is uh, surprising because let's face it, you know, a year ago, no one was thinking about resigning. Um, but I think that's part of it. You know, no one has been able to resign for the past 18 months. And suddenly people are starting to get choices. And that choice is built on the fact that we've had a bounce back in certainly in uh, uh, marketing terms to the economy, um, partly because people are having a moment of self-realization about what they truly want from life. And it may not be driven by work or income. Um, and, and partly just because there seem to be an awful lot of opportunities out there at the moment. So I think what we're experiencing is this huge um, exodus of, of talent and some of it won't come back to our industry we need to we need to be mindful of that um, but it puts more pressure on companies certainly to keep its younger talent um, in there um, on, on, on the other hand you're seeing a lot of people that have been lifers in this industry that perhaps have ridden the wave of uh, um, of, of previous successes and have now sort of reached you know the twilight of their you know of, of, of what they're actually delivering for a company and perhaps those companies are now starting to say actually do we do we still need people like this because they haven't reinvented themselves they haven't future-proofed themselves so I think the balance of power is starting to change right in front of our eyes yeah I, I just in terms of building on that I think we you know we talk to business different businesses all the time there, there's definitely no silver bullet in this and so I think nobody's coming out and saying here's our policy for the next five years I think people are trialing different things in a hope as Darren said to try and be more attractive uh, especially to certain generations or, or um, segments of our, of our society so it might be look you can work from anywhere for six weeks of the year uh, a lot of people are talking about three, two um, in terms of days of the week, uh, in terms of at home and in the office or core hours. Um, I think it's 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 going to be really interesting how it plays out. We were just talking with a client earlier today and she was saying how it's important, so important for some of the younger people to be in the room and be in the room with some of the more senior people. And the senior people are saying we're quite comfortable now with this working from home thing. Um, and she's like, yeah, but that's fine for you. But the younger people, they need to see behavior role modeled. They need to be in meetings and see how you come back on certain things and how that behavior literally plays out because you cannot learn that stuff on Zoom. Um, so I think it's going to be it's going to be really interesting. And yeah, there's not going to be a one size fits all and it will continue to evolve and iterate um, and be and be of varying importance to, to very different generations. Um, um, but I think everybody, as Darren said, is, is looking for, is, is, it goes back to what I was saying, it's more purpose-led careers that people are looking for, and therefore the balance for you know, men and women, young and old, is now really, really important. Um, and everyone's come to that realization. The more things change, the more they stay the same, or is it the more they stay the same, the more things change? It's uh, it's uh, going to be very interesting times uh, in not not just uh, in in marketing, uh, but also in talent and in leadership. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be a fascinating uh, next eighteen to twenty four months. Liz, 
Darren, thank you so much uh, for, for joining me and for sharing your insights. I really appreciate it. Welcome. Power your advertising. Working with Active International enables you to fund your advertising using your company's own products, assets, or even services. We have over 30 years experience connecting and bringing value to businesses all over the globe, helping many brands scale up into household names. Want to achieve more from your marketing spend? Contact Active International today.